Welcome to Personal Financial Strategy, the podcast, a podcast wholly devoted to you and your relationship with money, bringing expertise to bear on how you earn, invest, and spend your hard-earned cash. I'm your host, Tony King, and today we welcome a special guest to the podcast, Louise Bedford. Louise is the founder of a website titled tradinggame.com.au because she's in Australia. She is a best-selling author of five books, all on the topic of the stock market and behavioral finance. She's a behavioral finance expert with degrees in psychology and business. Welcome to the Personal Financial Strategy Podcast, Louise. Oh, Tony, I'm so happy to be here. It's wonderful that even though we are such a long way away from each other, we do share so many similarities. We're both podcast hosts. We both enjoy talking about money. Do indeed, indeed. It's it's uh, thrilling to be with you today, and you know our listeners. They're always most curious about where they live and work from on the planet, and you have a little bit of a unique spot. So I let. Would you tell us where you live and work from? Yeah. Look, I live in Melbourne, Australia, and at the moment we're just coming out of quite a cold winter. Got a little bit of sun today, which is fantastic. I work mainly from home. I'm a share trader, but I do also keep a tiny little serviced office so that I can get away from my family and think. <laughs> the truth hurts. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. And the, the, the next thing our listeners are most curious about is how you got to where you are today. I was wondering if you'd share with us your background and the path that led you to do what you do today. Sure. Look, I've always been interested in money. I started trading back in 1990. Oh my gosh, it's so long ago now. We probably <laughs> won't add up those years. And I left my job in 1995, maybe it was 1996, because I really wanted to be a full-time trader. But more than that, Tony, I had a physical affliction, which meant that I had trouble moving my arms at that stage. So corporate Australia, corporate America is the same, I bet. If you have something that's not quite right, sometimes they're not all that empathic. So I left, became a full-time trader, became a best-selling author, and now I mentor people from around the world in how to make money. Oh, fantastic. What a, what a great resume. And you're born and raised in Australia, I take it. I know. I know. I just haven't ventured too far away. I do <laughs> love holidays, no doubt, but uh, uh -huh. certainly uh -huh. Australia has captured me and I've uh -huh. got my family here now and it's oh, just fantastic. a lovely place to be. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, so Louise, I'd like to explain kind of where our most of our listeners are at and where our company is positioned in terms of helping people with their personal finances. Well, we, we're really involved in the blocking and tackling of personal finance. We're day to day with people helping build a financial fortress around their personal financial life and uh, getting them to the point that they are on a on a month to month basis, they're contributing to investment. It's the kind of the fifth category that we encourage people to have. You know, we encourage people to have a repeatable income. We encourage people to know exactly what their monthly bills are, know exactly what their out of pocket spending is. Then we encourage people to save money in funds for purchases in the future. And then the last category is investment. And that's 
where you have expertise. And I'd like to ask you a little bit. Um, I wonder if you could speak to our listeners who are at that point. They've got all five of those categories wired down. It's repeatable month to month. And now they're in that enviable spot where they are every month putting money towards investing and they would like to get involved in trading. Some would, but maybe I think more of our listeners than not would like to know how to align with a professional investor. Yeah, yeah. Do you have some tips for us on that? I definitely do. And this is something that is close to my heart. I know that people often put trading in one bucket and investing in another, but I do ask you to Venn diagram that and look at the overlap. So all traders and all investors, we're looking to improve ourselves financially, to level up in our mindset so that we can bring on more money and make it stick because that's what we're aiming to do. I don't know too many people that are very happy with market volatility where the market goes crazy up and then crazy (laughs) down. It's just a very unpleasant situation. So I do like the idea for investors to borrow from traders, the concept of a stop loss. So this is working out in advance. What is your level of pain? Where do you want to exit And you work that out prior to entering the trade. I think that's very important. We have got a long list of people who have invested because they believed in a company. Oh my gosh, I love this company. I believe in it. And then the company has gone out of business or jilted them or just been like a horrible ex-boyfriend or girlfriend as the case may be. Mm. We don't want that. So Mm, no. (laughs) Predetermining that exit in advance is so important. And the other aspect that I think is a crossover is keeping to a set plan. So calculating what you want for your future, thinking about why you're investing, so important, and then working out things like entry, exit, and position sizing, the three main tenets of a trading system that everybody should consider. So I know you do help people in that arena, which is fantastic. But once you're ready to actually jump forward and consider some of these concepts for yourself, starting with a written trading plan is essential, Tony. Okay. And are there experts besides yourself that could help an individual come up with a written trading plan or... Is this something unique to your methods? No, I really feel this comes back to behavioral finance. So we have found, and I'll just perhaps talk you through some of the research on this, because I think this is very important. As humans, we are so subject to our emotions. We have a joy-despair cycle where when things go right, woohoo, we're up, we're yeah. up. When oh, yeah. things go wrong, we crash down and we think uh, the world is bleak and we even rewrite our history in our minds to think that nobody loves us. It strikes us that deeply. Oh, so my. I do 
think that this is something that we need to address. There is some wonderful research, even Carol Dweck, who talked about fixed mindset versus growth mindset, that talks about the importance of psychological fitness. So if we can be emotionally resilient and we can develop ourselves in that way and follow structure and process with habits, like Jeremy Dean's book, Making Habits, Breaking Habits, that type of concept can really stand us in good stead in the markets. I see. I see. Yeah, you're touching on something that I think, uh, well, the the psychological aspect of investing, which to me is so daunting. It's, it's, it seems so complex. And, and I think that's why so many of, of our clients at PFS, they almost, they shy away from it. In other words, it's, it's a little too much to handle. And that's why they'll, they'll appeal to a a professional to, to invest their money for them. But that carries with it a whole nother set of psychological implications, doesn't it? It sure does. And one of the major things that actually springs to mind with this is availability bias. It's something I'm studying at the moment. It is where we make a decision based on the information that we have instantly available. We are all time poor at the moment. We are crazy busy trying to balance things like our home life, all of the things around the pandemic, our busy jobs, and heck, sometimes we would like to sleep. So because because of that, (laughs) occasionally, occasionally, yeah, Yeah. we do have some issues around being able to make sound decisions. That availability bias creeps in, and I do feel that sometimes we need to take a step back to examine things objectively and just to pause before we make that next decision. Take a deep breath before you say yes to the next thing in your life. Just let it all out and see whether that is actually what you want to do. The same goes with investing and trading. Could you give me an example of like today on on the United States stock market? I don't know if you've seen the headlines from today, but it was a bit of a bloodbath out there. Yeah, would, would, <laughs> would this be uh, would this be a good time for one of those pause and reflect moments? A pause and reflect moment, and also perhaps a premeditated moment. Can we take this information and the way that we've been feeling about it and use it so that our future self can benefit? Some of the difficulties with shock the actual aspect of shock, whether it be shock from a personal basis or from a financial basis, Uh is that we all of a sudden become very lizard brain oriented, that very deep fight, flight, freeze concept in our brain, instead of that outer cerebral cortex, prefrontal cortex, decision making, that parental decision making, let's be sound with what we consider. Should we sleep with that person? Hmm. Let us consider whether we want to be pregnant. That type of prefrontal cortex governing that behavior is so important. So, yes, particularly at a time like now, we have got uncertainty out there. We are surrounded by people who are saying that they know, they know exactly what's going to happen in the future. 
I defy yes. anybody to know that. Yes. So we need to make a set sound plan for ourselves written down so that we can follow it when the markets are open because when the markets are open, everybody's IQ drops. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. A new level of independence thought independence. Yeah, I do think that's important. We have trouble with that because not only are we busy, but we are taught from childhood to defer to a higher authority to say, oh, well, mum and dad say that I can go out. So then I can go out instead of questioning that authority, because we want to be good little girls and boys. (laughs) Of course. We do, because that's how we get food and praise. Right. We're adults now. And so we need to make our own decisions based on a variety of information that isn't just instantly available. Sometimes we have to put some more research into the things we really care about. I see. I see. Well, I'm wondering, you know, I think we probably got some people thinking about maybe I could actually trade, you know, be a trader on my own. Do you, do you have some advice for those who want to just kind of come up the learning curve and, and what would be like a step one, step two, step three in, in positioning oneself to enter the trading game? Yeah. Well, look, I think one of the things to consider is specific risk versus that individual risk. Now, let me describe what I'm saying. Like if we've got a company like Tesla, you have got one company that you can invest in, but that has very specific risk because Mm. if the management changes, if there's a change of tone, then that can actually have an impact on the share price. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you've got something like a managed fund, something that has an index as its basis, Mm -hmm. like an ETF, an exchange traded Mm -hmm. fund, Mm -hmm. that has more general risk. Now, Tony, what I love about what you're doing is that you're encouraging people to consider that even though you might not be using the same terms, that general risk, that is something that you are dealing with. You're talking about the power of compounding on over average, on on average over time, because that's what we're looking at. And now that your people might be ready to make the jump into some specific risk vehicles, then the things to do is first of all, write a trading plan, make it really clear, so duplicatable that another person can follow it identically. And then second, start very small. Don't put a large amount of money into any one position. And number three, monitor your own results. Have a think about why did that result occur? Have a deep thought about it because you will be able to guide your own behavior and Mm -hmm. that will really pay dividends. I mean, I always suggest that people read good books. I mean, this is one of mine that I'd suggest people start with, Trading Secrets. Charting Secrets is another one that will work beautifully as a companion to Trading Secrets. And of course, visiting me at my website because I will give you my free trading plan template. So my website is tradinggame.com.au. I provide that trading plan template and I have thousands and thousands of people who want to start their trading journey. 
Do you really? That's fantastic. I mean, that's what better uh, first, second, and third step could you ask for than a yeah. blueprint, a written blueprint on, on how to get in there. All right, Luis, we've got people ready to, they're on the precipice. They're ready to start trading and you, you're even going to supply a blueprint for them. As you have witnessed many people at this point in your career start this journey, what mistakes have you seen them make? Uh, Help us not step in holes we don't need to. Yes. Actually, one of my fellow authors, he was, he's a wonderful man. Dr. Alexander Elder. He is of Russian background, but lives in the States. And he used the term, which has never left me. Don't step on the same rake twice. <laughs> I love, love it. it. Like yeah, bang I'm, and then bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Can I keep that? Yeah, it's good. Isn't Can it? I use that? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Oh, so look, I think some of the mistakes that people make, firstly, thinking that this is going to be easy. Now, I know usually financial educators will say, oh, look, it's so easy. Look, I have to disagree. This is a high performance skill. So treat it with the respect it deserves. Don't just jump in where you think you know all the information and then bang, put in $100,000. No, no. We educate ourselves first. We find mm -hmm. people to help us. We find professionals mm -hmm. that have our best interests at heart and we mm -hmm. make sure that we follow in their footsteps first. You don't have to reinvent every aching step that I went through because I can shortcut that and totally yeah. you're the same. You know, it's in our heart to help our people to make sure that they excel. So find people that you can associate with who have your best interests at heart. And probably the other other big mistake I see people make is that they spread themselves too thin. They think they have to trade a four minute tick chart and the FX market and this index and that index and as shares and woof, you know, that <laughs> is an unfortunate recipe for destruction because what you're looking at there is ego and perhaps a misinterpretation about what it means to be a trader and an investor. The best traders and investors find things that they're good at. They do them again and again and again. They don't deviate from their robust plan. And okay. if they run into trouble, they seek help. Ah, very nice. That's, that's actually like a little a life plan almost. Uh, you could transfer that away from investing and, and use it in your everyday life. Oh, so true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you if you have any, uh, you can do this from home tips. Yes. So try this at home. So look, one of the things I think people really need to do is to sit away from people, to be quiet and to think about what money means to them. Now I call mm. this money scripts. We are often taught by our parents overt messages, but also subconscious messages. I'll give you an example. My mother one time was beside me. I saw a beautiful car drive past. I went, oh, mum, isn't that good? gorgeous and mum said they're probably drug dealers <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> so what 
don't moms. think that's telling. I know, I know. But she was doing the best she could with the information sure. she had available to her. But the imprint on my mind is that if you have luxury items, that you are actually creating some level of deception in your life to get oh. to that money. So I had to fight against that. So the first mm. thing I think people should do as a try this at home tip is work out what are your views about money? What are the positive views and what are the things that are deleterious to your own financial well-being? If you think that rich people are unhappy, that they lose their friends, that that is actually going to hang over your head. That's going to be like a cloud that is going to dampen your physical behaviours to create wealth. So first thing is articulate your beliefs about Mm -hmm. money, whether they're Mm -hmm. positive or negative, and do Mm -hmm. it away from people. Right. Independent, once again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try and figure out who you are and what your relationship to money is before moving forward. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, Louise, I love your psychological approach to money. I think it's fairly unique. You know, most most people are just so wired into the numbers. And uh, I think uh, in in your concepts, in your in your in the way you think about money, you bring it more into life and not so much numbers. Lift it off the page a little bit. And uh, uh, so I really appreciate that about you and your approach. And I'm wondering. Uh, our listeners, if they, what's the very best way they could get in touch with you? Look, one of the things I find that is just a constant joy in my life is being able to help people. And Tony, I know that's why you and I originally bonded <laughs> because we do both have that in our heart. We want to see our clients just get greater heights in terms of their mindset, in terms of their financial well-being. Absolutely. I would love to see people visit me at my website, tradinggame.com.au, and download that blueprint, that free trading plan template. I give it to your people because I know some people don't value things that are for free. Okay, I get it. But this is gold. Being able to follow a blueprint to fill in questions that will perhaps guide you onto an area that you have never considered possible before. That has just been really one of my greatest life joys. So please do visit me at my website, tradinggame.com.au. Fantastic. And I will also uh, uh, repeat to the listeners, most of them have heard this before, but we have many resources available at our website at personalfinancialstrategy.com. And these resources will help you build a little financial fortress around your financial life that will, um, they're free, but they are valuable. And uh, they will help you take advantage of a trading plan. So it's kind of the precursor to what Louise will supply. But if uh, the best way to get in touch with us is at personalfinancialstrategy.com. Louise, it's been great chatting with you today. And I so do appreciate your unique approach to investing and trading. And I'll look for I'm going to download the plan and take a look at it myself. Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure. And Tony, watching you work your magic, it's just wonderful. So keep up that energy and keep helping as many people as you do. I will. I will. And now, strategists, we close the show by saying to everyone out there, keep on strategizing.